0: say what happened to the good old days but the long gone and we're gonna break the mold rewrite the code and fold away until it into our state will be long gone
1: and better for him to go into him. work to do this than to be at home that's a weird seems like a weird statement point break dave
0: the man with the least seen control of anybody you'll ever meet. So this is what he does. So first of all, welcome to Tell Me Where to Turn. We're at episode, this is, is, we're going to call this episode one of a post-COVID world. It's technically episode 143.
1: I think that's fair.
0: You're going to get a extremely distracted version of Tommy on this podcast as I am literally on point of the COVID task force and taking a few minutes out of my busy day to...
1: Try to bring some content and levity to the world. Well, in, in kind of the, I'm not the uh, you know lead of the task force over here, but within within the hour, I also have to get on a call that on that same topic from the insurance perspective with our uh, largest client. So the good thing is I don't have to lead it; I'm just a part of it. So I'm not no nerves here, but it, I we definitely we're hard out about ten till one, five till one for me to get on there on time. Yeah, same here. I'm. Uh, I've been on calls all morning. In fact, I have. I have
0: barely got up from this chair. I hope you're enjoying the view, the upskirt view you're getting as the laptops on the floor.
1: It's fantastic. Are those Crocs? What do you got going there?
0: No, these are these are Uggs, man. It's like oh, Tom Brady. okay. Yeah. All right. Like my shirt.
1: I I noticed that. I noticed the Bobby Roode yeah. shirt that you got from Czechoslovakia.
0: Just figure that if we're gonna if we're gonna be. Uh, homebound and confined and don't have to dress up. I may as well just do bits all day. Yeah, There's are. the first work call that I'm screening uh, out right now. So we'll put that count at one. So yeah, Point Break Dave was supposed to join us. We had, we had worked this all out on text last night cause I was on a, typically we record on Thursday nights or Wednesday nights, but I was on a last minute COVID emergency call during our normal recording time. So we worked it out today where we would get together at noon Point Break Dave says, hey, no problem, we got this. Come to find out, he his plan was to drive into his abandoned office and do the podcast there. I don't know why. I was at his house last weekend. 5,000 square feet would be an understatement. This man has so many bedrooms and bonus rooms, offices. He's got a walk-in closet that's bigger than my first apartment. He couldn't find anywhere in his house to do this, that he had to drive into an empty office to do it.
1: Just unbelievable. Yeah. And then at the literal last minute he's headed into the place where he's going to record and someone's in there and they need to scan some documents. So we are currently awaiting whether he's going to join us or not. Very up in the air at this point.
0: Yes. And uh, so he could be buzzing in at any moment, but until that happens, uh, you're going to be treated to just the two of us. Would you like some COVID fun facts?
1: Fire away.
0: How about a COVID trivia question? So the uh, outside of Seattle, which was the epicenter of the uh, outbreak, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pick three cities at random, and I want you to guess which one of these three cities has the most significant transmission rate to the point where the hospitals are being overrun with patients. So I'm just going to pick three at random, okay? So we'll say Dallas, Nashville, or New Orleans. <laughs> What's your gut tell you on this?
1: Huh. I feel like if it was Dallas, I would definitely know that already. And man, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say I'm going to go with New Orleans.
0: Well, congratulations, Glenn you win the prize whoever would have thought a city that's known for its preparedness
1: man the the levees at the saint whatever hospital and big no are they've already broken tough one there it's terrible i i've heard that um even with the percentage of people that are in the number of people in the emergency rooms in Dallas, that there's a fairly significant percentage of people showing up that have extremely mild cold symptoms or absolutely no symptoms whatsoever, but they're still showing up to the emergency rooms wanting hey. to get checked out and tested.
0: Hey, never want to never want to err on the side of caution for a, a disease that if you're under the age of 60, literally will be nothing more than an inconvenience. I think Rudy Gobert said he could have played the next night.
1: Yeah, but you're also seeing stories of people that are like 30, 35 years old that are, you know, whether it's themselves or their family on their behalf, tweeting or posting stuff that, uh, here's what I've gone through. Don't think you're immune to this because you're under 50 years old.
0: Yeah. I understand. So I had a few COVID quick hits I wanted to get at with you. So I'm assuming you're sheltering in place.
1: Yes, I have not left... Other than like running around the block, I haven't really been out of my house since uh, midday on Monday. It's good you're doing your social responsibility.
0: So, as someone who frequents the gym, and I'm assuming your gym closed as is mine. Yes. What is what is Plan B looked like for you in the workout realm?
1: Um, so far this week, actually, was there on Monday. Monday morning, and then word started to come down during the day on Monday that the the mayor of Dallas was going to issue a uh, statement regarding like restaurants, bars, and gyms and stuff. And I all because thinking that they're about to close them down, I almost went again on Monday night just to get one last workout in, but I decided not to. Um, it's actually been just taking a few days off, and then wow. this morning, this morning I actually set the alarm and got up and and worked out. Before logging on for work, but I don't really have equipment here. I have. So what did like, that?
0: Yeah, what did that workout look like?
1: I, I mean, I have some like thirty-pound dumbbells. So other than uh, doing whatever you can do with those, and then exercises that I'd use more weight, just basically upping the reps by like three times, <laughs> and then just doing push-ups. See how and many setups. times you
0: can chest press a thirty-pound dumbbell.
1: Yeah, it it may come to that. Um, I don't have. Your New Year's resolution was to improve on the pull-ups. I don't think I have anywhere I I can do pull-ups.
0: I've actually So I've I've done this. So where the upstairs, where you go upstairs in my house, there is a little bit of an overhang that you can grab onto, almost like a rock climber type grip. Uh, knock out a few pull-ups. But what I'm most excited about is Point Break Dave, we'll give him credit here, came up big. So the guy that that authored the workout that you guys did in Houston that kept you sore for like a week, right? he now has a 28-day body weight only, no equipment required, not even pull-up equipment, zero equipment required workout. So I'm on day three of that. As in the words of the Iron Sheik, I've never been more humbled. It humbled me.
1: Is it a lot of planking?
0: Yes, it's a lot of variants of planking and push-ups and different maneuvers. But you think you're strong, and then you get into exercises that actually ask you to have you know functional strength and core strength, and you realize how far off you really are. I mean, some of these planks, they would say. Hold this for thirty seconds and I, I'm not exaggerating. I was getting three seconds. Wow. And and when I was done with this the first one and it's about a thirty-five minute workout, I I was pouring sweat. My heart rate was one eighty nine. It it uh it broke me.
1: I might need to get a hold of that because it's gonna get going through yeah. one week, no big deal. But if this ends up being a month or more ordeal, I'm gonna I'm gonna need more than what I was doing. <laughs> What I was, I was doing this morning is going to go a little stuck.
0: I was a skeptic. So Dave was, is one day ahead of me in the, in the calendar for the, for the routine. And he had texted me and said, you got to check this out. And to myself, I'm thinking like, there's really not much you can do body weight wise. That's going to make a difference. And I'm, uh, I'm definitely eating those words and I've, I'm sore, so sore today. Today was the first built in rest day of the program. I am so sore, uh, today because of, of the challenge that put forth. But yeah, that might be a fun thing to send and then see how much it humbles you. But, uh, it, it humbled me, brother (laughs) humbled me, brother.
1: You are struggling. So is this, uh, we are still pretty early on in the game here, but if you're comparing your COVID experience with your Ebola experience, how are we ranking those?
0: So eerily similar, in the amount of attention that it's commanding and the amount of decisions it's made. But at this point it's definitely worse than Ebola because there's, there's a nationwide financial impact. You know, the, the, the similarities to the hospital facilities are, are on point on par, but the added panic, the added economic issues, that's what's, that's what's terrifying everyone right now is, you know, again, I, I think it's been pretty well documented after the Ebola episode. I work in the hospital business, and despite what you may be reading on social media, this is not a good thing for hospitals at all. Like, we're uh, hospitals across America are losing a lot of money because essentially they're shutting down any uh, any non-emergency procedure that needs to happen to only focus on managing the diseases and traumatic injuries. Yeah. So. Um, you know, not to get too far off into politics or, or economics of hospitals, but the, you know, the surgeries like that you had for your ACL, like that's the, those are the finite, those are the procedures that keep hospitals open, right? They don't right. make a lot of money on the majority of what they do, but elective orthopedic procedures, elective back procedures from people that have insurance. You know, that's what props up the hospital industry, the way the system's structured today and none of those are happening. So even though people are sending, you know, pictures of hospitals overrun with patients and people laying in beds in the hallways, that that's terrible across the board. One, it's terrible that it's happening for humanity. And then two, there's no benefit financially to the hospital at all for that. And it puts the caregivers in the hospital in, in much more of a dangerous position. So. There's no 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 silver lining at all for that industry. I mean, the best I can tell, the only industry that's really benefiting right now, other than, you know, Amazon, who's pretty much immune to a recession, is, you right. know, home home refinance industry because suddenly money's become cheaper than it's ever been. So the people that are, are running home refis are doing pretty well. But, you know, other than that, I mean, I, I just can't even fathom what the long term economic impacts of this are going to be.
1: Yeah, I mean it's unprecedented. So, it, it'd be yeah. very difficult to to forecast that. I mean, you assume everything recovers, but you don't know how long down the line that is, if that's weeks or months or, or longer. So, a lot of things, a lot of things up in the air. Um, there's one thing that's no longer up in the air, as yesterday I went through the final formality of logging on to americanairlines.com and uh hitting cancel on a uh, early april early april round trip to tampa bay as so sad finally the rug was pulled out from under us so
0: question about that i have not canceled my american airlines flight yet because they charge exorbitant fees have they amended their policy
1: all i got was you know Put in all the information to bring up the trip, gave the option to cancel, and I canceled it, successful cancellation, and it said, if it's a credit card, you should expect the refund within seven to ten days, I think it was, is what it said. And if it was booked through some other means, there were other criteria, mm-hmm. but I didn't pay attention to that because it was on well, a credit card. Well, I
0: might card. need to look into that because I had intentionally been waiting to cancel assuming that there might be a domestic flight shutdown. Which I don't know. I mean, I think there's still a possibility that happens. I guess the, the tracking the spread of the cases will be uh, probably what is the end or, you know, what's the catalyst for that happening. But my thought was if I waited until that happened, then they would pretty much be forced to give me all my money back instead yeah. of charging, charging a fee. The Southwest Airlines flights that I had associated with the trip, have already been canceled and refunded because uh, it's based your best here.
1: I had uh, a couple of those as well for work, but they just apply a future credit. So right. in like 2023, when we can fly again, I'll have some some free work trip flights.
0: So, is your industry is there is there concern about layoffs or or having to reduce in in the business you're in? Or does it is it stay pretty stable through these kind of situations?
1: Uh, I think it'll be. Man, I, I think it's into the long term ramifications thing because in the short term, I, I don't think there's any big concern there. Um, but in the long term, you know you're talking about how many, how many businesses with, within, whether it's construction or um, energy or anything like that. Even, or this is probably more individually owned businesses that would be more applicable to than the long term that they go away because of this, but they can't remain financially viable. And enough of right. those go away. Well, there's less places to insure. Right. And that affects us lower claims volumes. And then, you know, that leads to less people. So I think with us, it would be more of a trickle down a year from now, two years from now type of thing, as opposed to the immediate future.
0: Yeah. Now that, that, uh, that makes sense. I feel like our, our business is going to react a lot more swiftly just because you know, much like a lot of other other industries, our revenue basically just went to you know near zero. Right. Uh, how deep that looks. I mean, hey, we may be doing this. Uh, we may be doing this call from a uh, shelter here in a couple of weeks, but <laughs> I'll make sure to keep my internet access active. Do you?
1: Will you get to keep the the portrait that's behind you? That it's clearly flowers, but when we first logged on, it looked like a set of teeth. That's <laughs> right up above and to your left. That's, like, an interesting,
0: you... that's an interesting perspective. Uh, of course, in typical, in typical hard time fashion, we basically pulled the trigger on a whole bunch of totally extravagant expenditures like a week before this happened. Hmm. So I don't know. We talked about the price of windows and shutters and things like that. So I pulled the trigger on a pretty big overhaul to that where he had to put a 50% deposit down. I have no idea if the company I hired is even going to be in business when the rest is done.
1: Man, that's several large
0: furniture uh, purchases, you know, new tables, new nightstands, uh, you know, several pieces of totally unnecessary home decor just for aesthetics. It it really, really is the perfect storm.
1: I I mentioned to y'all, uh, Last week that I had I had a few contractors come out to give to give me quotes for my fence that we're finally moving forward on. And it's COVID was,
0: free, I hope.
1: Yeah, it's a COVID free fence. And uh one of them was the the official fence company. And I had no idea how literal literal they were gonna take it when the guy showed up in a referee shirt and hat. <laughs> And my initial response was absolutely. We are doing business with this guy. Did he I, uh,
0: have a flag or anything in his back pocket that he <laughs> could throw if you were starting to get out of line arguing the pricing structure?
1: Yeah, it seemed like it was very uh, Randy Cody. As as I was going through kind of what we were looking at, that all he could focus on was all the ways that, like, how difficult this was going to be, and how this is not you know not normal, but we can do it. But uh, this it's is gonna, gonna be extra. Really
0: it's gonna be tricky. Yeah. That's the tricky is the contractor slaying for extra money. And when they feel right. like they got a live one, they're like, Oh man, these these roots here, this tree here, that's gonna be tricky.
1: I can't yeah, I can't guarantee it and this, that, and the other. And you know, by the end, I mean I was cordial with the guy. He said he was gonna send me an estimate and I'll check today if he's even sent it yet. But uh one thing when he drove off that I could guarantee is <laughs> he's not gonna be working for me, brother. <laughs> We're not going with official, official fence.
0: You would have loved the guy that sold us our shutters for our house. Um, he, I wasn't there, so he was dealing with my wife directly and he leveraged several interesting talking points into the sale, which is one, he had a, uh, almost debilitating speech impediment. Oh no. But not the way you would expect. So not like a typical stutter or, you know, a a series of consonants or vowels that he had trouble. He would go into like a spasm where it looked like he was maybe about to gag or uh, have like horrific acid reflux. So he would be like talking and then he would stop and be like, and then he would keep talking. And then he told my wife about how he had overcome this impediment. Watch. I guess overcomes probably not the right word since he still had it, but it had built his successful business in and spite then, of. and then if that wasn't enough to seal the deal, he gets, Oh my gosh,
1: he's in his car. He's in his
0: <laughs> car. I'm here. He tells us that, uh, he gets a phone call and steps out and tells our wife like, Hey, um, they've just admitted my mother into ICU and, um, it doesn't look good, um, but I'll get you that quote tomorrow. Which it showed up on time. So, oh wow! Do you think he was working or was he shooting? That's the question.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised Point Break Dave isn't showing us the gun since he's in his car. Just go ahead and flash it a little bit. Wow, uh, there it is! That guy means business. Look at that.
0: Uh, so what I missed, gentlemen? I just can't believe, I can't believe that you as a vice president of your company can't tell somebody to leave the office so you have a clear path to do a podcast.
2: (laughs) Dude, it was such a bad beat because A, this office admin has probably worked a total of two hours this entire week on work from home. (sighs) So So was
0: was she in there doing personal stuff? Who knows, man? If you said that she came in to use the scanner copier, that sounds like somebody who's refinancing their house and needs access to a scanner and a copier to me, Probably. as we discussed listen, earlier.
2: My interaction with her has been limited to she messed up uh, a billing thing one time, and I just said, listen, don't make me have to learn your name. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just... I feel sorry flex. for those less fortunate.
2: In, indeed. Indeed. So, as I look at you two gentlemen on the the camera here, you don't look corona up. Is everybody good?
1: Fine so far.
0: Tell me if this has happened to you guys. There's been a couple of times where I've just kind of had to like clear my throat and I thought, hmm, this could be it. Over the course of the last week.
1: And I, I was... A, uh, I was going to say, I was still out. I I went. We talked earlier, I was still going to the gym as of this Monday. Um, Went to the store, went to the movies last weekend. So my 14-day window, I've still got about 10 days to go before I feel really confident.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was on a plane with my entire family Monday flying back from the Point Break Dave house where we went to a public swimming pool, went to multiple restaurants,
2: Went to the gym.
0: Yeah. They 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 might go ahead and put us on a twenty-eight day holding period to be honest with you.
1: I know somebody who was at Disney World last week for the whole week. They they left like the day before they closed it. So they're they're just walking around with their fingers crossed constantly.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. So I was telling uh I was telling Glenn about the workout we did and how it humbled me, brother. Oh the the body weight one? Yes.
2: Dude, it was killer. I'll tell you this as someone who has been looking the last 2 days, you cannot find like any at-home gym gym equipment right now.
1: It's all gone.
2: Yeah, like I was trying to get, you know, they have like those uh, you know, dumbbells that have like the dial, right? They're like, "Oh, it goes from 10 to 80 50, pounds yeah. or whatever i was like oh you know they're whatever 400 500 bucks but to get me through because it looks like this is going to be multiple weeks i can't like amazon walmart That's academy it. dicks can't get them then was just trying to get like the old school plate ones to just load up can't get those
1: Wow. It's going to be more than weeks. I mean, City of Dallas, as far as uh, gyms are concerned, it's uh, April 29th already, which is which is weird because Dallas County right now is only through April the 9th. So if that sticks, maybe I just have to drive a few more miles into Richardson. Maybe a gym (laughs) is open there here in a few weeks, but it looks like it's gonna be end of April at the earliest. So I think yeah. My serious, I serious to... question:
0: East or west of seventy-five in Richardson? <laughs> I feel like um, that for this show. That's a very important distinction.
1: It's uh. It'd be on the east side.
0: Oh boy. Mm, we're talking, oh we're no.
1: Campbell and Plano Road, but um. Oh boy. Oh, what was I going to say? Um. Damn it! I lost my train of thought. Oh, the workout. Yeah, I, I probably need you to send me that and send me the password because I I think I gotta I gotta work this in.
2: It's the same password. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, but you sent me sent it to me in January, and I don't have it anymore <laughs> oh,
2: all right, yeah, I'll send it to you, oh goodness though, just trying to help you guys out. you can't even save a password,
0: so Dave, what's the update on getting our money back for the airbnb
2: Airbnb phenomenally easy, like uh I mean it, you know it'll take a couple weeks to hit the account, but logged in it's like hey due to corona you know you can get uh whatever all the money back did that sent a message to the the host and she was like yeah completely understand no worries but i have a problem with you two gentlemen because you have cost me some money how's that do you remember when we were, and we may have even discussed this on the podcast, we definitely discussed it over text, when we were booking flights for Tampa, for WrestleMania, and I mentioned that for like 250 to $300 more, we could all go first class each, of course. And I was like, man, that probably should just go ahead and do that. And you guys shamed me into being a D bag for I'm gonna get a first class ticket, blah blah blah. So we all did the you know three hundred and thirty dollar basic economy, which you do not get refunds on. So we were all out that money.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, so Glenn Just is claiming you- earlier before you joined us that he got a refund.
1: Well, it hasn't posted, but I swear that was the message I got after I canceled. That if it was a credit card purchase, to allow seven to 10 days for the refund. So I don't, did you cancel yours yet?
2: No, I haven't because I was going to call and see what I could do. But when I tried to cancel it, it popped up like basically saying you don't get a refund.
1: Oh, well, I guess much like you'll find out in seven days whether <laughs> you're sick, I'm going to find out in seven days whether I got my money back.
2: But I guarantee but, you, if I had a first all... class ticket, it yeah, would have been true. no problem.
1: It's all sunk cost anyway because all we're doing assuming that we're still alive and and events are happening. All we're doing is rolling all this money into Survivor Series in Dallas in November and sitting sitting next to Mandy Rose. Yes,
0: my my goal is to be sitting on a turnbuckle for Survivor Series.
1: <laughs> it's going to be the four that we're going to Mania where each city got a turnbuckle eating popcorn like Kevin Owens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I think we I think we just roll all that money into the best possible seats we can get for Survivor Series and then I'll just stay with uh
1: Glenn. I've and I've already got the uh I've already gotten the clearance to do so that that all money is right. already allocated and uh this is also assuming that, you know, things don't completely bottom out and my instead of <laughs> instead of having several zeros that my 401k isn't just one zero. <laughs> By them. <laughs> it could yeah. happen we're assuming yeah. a lot of things here
0: my advice to all of our uh, loyal listeners out there is just don't even look at it
1: no no, not
0: at all don't even check it it's not going to serve any purpose because you're not going to make any reactionary moves this is the time actually if, if you feel relatively stable in your employment for the next year now's the time to buy more to be honest with you wow,
2: that's what I'm doing
0: Profit yeah. off the bottom. So, what do you guys think about these senators that went into that closed door meeting like weeks and weeks before any of this became super public, and then immediately went out and called their brokers and were like, "Yeah, let's go ahead and ease off some of those positions in st- in the stock market," and then and then at the same time, we're tweeting, "Hey, we got this thing well in hand. No worries All here. Control." Hey.
2: So, Tommy, you're saying a politician used their position for or financial gain for themselves? No way.
0: All right, I'm going to take a really unpopular stance here. I don't think insider trading should be a crime. Because to me, it sounds like just being smart. So if you're somewhere and you get a piece of information that could benefit you, why wouldn't you use it? Like, how is that illegal?
1: I think it. Some of it, uh, man. That is that is tricky. and the other thing is, when these things get tried, it's not like everybody automatically goes to prison for like twenty or thirty years. I mean, there's shades of gray here. I think, I think Mark Cuban got accused in one of these
0: types of scenarios. But, I mean, my thought, especially when it comes to politicians, and this is not a this is not a divisive along party lines issue. I would feel this way for for both Democrat and Republican. Um, I want my politicians to be smart. And if, if I vote for somebody and they find out that, hey, my net worth is about to get cut in half and they don't do anything about it, I don't want you being a politician. I don't want you making decisions for the country. I want smart people making decisions. That's why I don't think... Anything when they a politician doesn't release their tax returns, like I want my politicians to cheat on their taxes. Okay, <laughs> not cheat on their taxes. I want my politicians to take advantage of every deduction, every loophole. Like if somebody just plays it straight and pays too much tax, I wouldn't vote for you. I want you. I want you to work every possible angle. That's that's the kind of people I want representing me. Not cheating. Stop short of breaking the law. But yeah, if you need to, you know, set up uh, your DraftKings as a business say so you can write off uh, research expenses like your annual subscription to Daily Fantasy Nerd. Do that. Don't just take the tax hit.
2: So Tommy, what you're saying, like if, let's say you were working in in Titan Towers in a creative position and you uh, overheard that they were about to put the title on No Way Jose and you went and dumped all your WWE stock. Like you're like that's just using information.
0: It's just—it's all good. That, that's a perfect example. How could you sit by and let that go and be like, you know what? I've got this information that we've, we've now gone creatively in a direction that's going to run the company into a toilet. <laughs> Even more so than doing WrestleMania two nights in front of no audience. <laughs> At least AEW had the other wrestlers come and sit ringside to add some kind of ambiance.
2: Yeah, that was a good move.
1: I I, Well, I think they're learning as they go here. I think there's going to be something like that at Mania, although I think in Florida, is it 10 or 20 people in the same?
0: Yeah, it's very controlled. I liked the idea. I'm intrigued by the idea that they're going to have it over multiple locations. Yeah. Just hoping that they we get the Steve Austin-Booker T supermarket sweep match back again. (laughs) You know, they did that at a WrestleMania before, right? But that's what we gotta have. We gotta have all gimmick matches in different locations. That's what it's gotta they had, be.
2: I think they had three different locations going for. It was like an early WrestleMania, like I don't remember which one, eight or somewhere around then.
1: Yeah, I I like the idea multiple locations and they're dividing it up between two nights. And I'm hoping they're really just like there's no fluff matches like things that aren't in a huge storyline up to this, like leave all that stuff out. So we the no way fights. Jose
0: Umberto Carrillo match, you don't we want don't to see that? that.
1: We don't need Ray Mysterio <laughs> against Andrade for the 19th time in the last two months, just title matches, the fiend edge and Orton. And I, you know, I threw this out. We've discussed this in recent days. Like I don't even know if they should do it live like pre-record it and just perfect everything. Um, I
0: agree. What's the point of doing it live if you're, there's no audience?
1: Yeah, why, exactly. Why,
0: why not Why not get interesting camera angles and make sure that everything goes off exactly how you want? Why, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Take advantage. I mean, if you're going to be dealt an unfortunate situation, why not leverage it to your advantage and do something unique?
1: I think you want to broadcast it like, you know... Lesnar McIntyre is like Balboa against Drago, you know, the last 20 minutes of Rocky four. I mean, it's not a montage, you know, you got to show the whole thing, but I don't know. It it needs to be a very unique broadcast. And if it is, I think it can.
0: No, I think it could do wonders in, and really, and they've got some time to creatively figure it out because I think they're still finding their footing they got thrust into the situation without much planning. I can't even imagine how much creative work is going into how they're going to book and shoot and produce this event. It's, but I'm, it's, I mean, I'm excited to watch. I, I'll yeah. uh, I'll
1: and, be the first. Uh, to,
0: I'll be the first to say I'm I'm skeptical on how they're going to do it, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt right. with the resources they have to to pull it off.
1: So it's been hit and miss last Friday and this past Monday with SmackDown and Raw in front of no one. So there's been parts of it that have really been awkward and dragged, but like the Steve Austin coming out and, and shoot, shoot, shoot
0: shoot shoot <laughs> kicking Byron Saxon in the balls.
1: Give <laughs> me a hell yeah. And then he looks to the crowd and they just pan over to a bunch of empty chairs. <laughs> like that. That was great. But then some oh. other parts have been like really bad. But there's it's not their fault. So, uh, and, and I don't know when it comes to having, being able to have an audience, I, we're probably May or June before that oh, can at happen least. at the earliest. At least. I really, I don't think they're going to do this, which is what always my suggestions are, you know, couched with that. But you've got to build up, have mania. And I think, I think you just shelve everything for like a month or two. And your big post mania show is the first time you can get in front of people.
0: Yeah. Well, and maybe not shelve it, but just go to some kind of really alternate type programming where they would. And again, I'm just I I haven't worked out all the logistics in my head, but just have some kind of big, you know, massive King of the Ring tournament or something where there's continuity week to week, but it's just you know you're just gonna have matches and you just put a lot of the big angles on hold because you can't run big angles without a crowd, right? Or do the other thing that I really want Vince to do, and he would have the balls to do this which is get Nakamura and the Kabuki warriors and every like anybody that he could pass as Chinese together and then just do like the most amazing heel stable of people where they had actually planned this whole thing out. He has done this before. I mean, he has had, you know, Iraqis, he's had Iranians. Vince would, would attempt this.
1: Flip then the Monday Night Messiah save us all.
0: <laughs> it could happen. Or or where the Monday Night Messiah somehow has the cure.
1: <laughs> it would be a little premature for that. Vince about, would try this.
0: How about this? How about you
2: know for the next month, two months, however long this goes, instead of doing normal arenas with just an empty arena. All titles go under the 24 <laughs> seven and then it's just it's just all like tag teams getting jumped at the their own house and everything's 24 seven
0: i don't hate that idea and that would also give them a chance to pre-produce more content which they need to do
2: exactly
1: yeah i like what they're doing showing recent like matches from pay-per-views and stuff i mean they could You know, they could keep with some original storyline and maybe just show like some classic type stuff. Just throw, you know, just throw like a rock stone cold from Mania 15 years ago out there just in the middle of a smackdown. Something like that.
0: Let me ask you
2: guys this. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to actually deviate us
0: slightly in our last few minutes. So if you have something follow up, you go and then I'll I'll close this out here.
2: I was going to deviate too, but you guys probably covered this before I joined. Have you talked like what you guys have been doing?
0: Well, that's where I wanted to end up. So we talked about it a little bit, but what I wanted to ask you guys, and then you can elaborate a little bit, but rank in order, who's handling the social isolation, the best you, your spouse, or your children. And then also uh, how long you think you could do this and what has been the most surprising or annoying thing uh, about it so far for you. And I can go first if you guys need a minute to think. Uh, Yeah, go Uh, ahead. I'm clearly handling it the best. In fact, there's not even anybody else on the podium with me. (laughs) Kids in the middle, wife worse. Wife, not so much that she's melting down. It's that she's just so much of her life revolves around being out in public that she's continuing to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to go out for a little bit. I'm like, "We're, eh, we're not really supposed to do that getting that worked out. The thing that's been the most surprising for me is I don't really have a phone, a home office. I cannot find anywhere comfortable to work. None of the chairs are comfortable. I don't have a good desk set up. I'm working on the tiniest desk known to man right now. My biggest takeaway for this is that I, I have nowhere comfortable to work at this house.
2: Well, I have a pretty good home office set up. I have the adjustable desk little motorized, move up, stand. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Sit or stand option. Where yeah. you go.
2: Very good. Much like how I use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you one weird thing I noticed, and then I'll rank my family. So, which we discussed how this got waylaid, but went into the office for the first time. Been at home all this week. Um got into my car to head to the office i have not driven anywhere and as you guys know before i moved to austin six months ago i worked from home but i still left the house every day you know i went to the gym in the morning you know usually went to you know ran out to lunch went to doug burger r.i.p (laughs) doug burger you know and then you'd still you know do you know soccer practice for the kids but it was really weird like I have not I mean I've gone I've jogged around the neighborhood a few times just trying to get any kind of workout in but I have not driven till today so that was three four days but I think the uh I'll say this this is week one of quarantine for Austin the family has been really good so far but you can tell like they're hot shotting the territory right <laughs> like all the good ideas got used this week i mean you know yeah, all you like, oh, they're, they're gardening they're doing little crafts they're doing all this stuff and you just know like next week there's they got nothing planned it's for next over week. yeah
1: i think we've got um here everybody is handling it well you know, as long as the electricity and internet remain up, if one of those goes out, it is uh it's gonna be World War Z or Lord of the Flies, like real quick. Uh, but overall, the I don't know, it's a weird feeling for me, same thing that Dave brought up, uh, just not going anywhere. Um, I'm kind of a homebody by nature, but the the not going to run an errand. Or go to the gym or take the kids or pick them up from a practice things like that that not, usually being a regular thing and not having any of that just feels really weird, and honestly, like every day seems like an entire week yeah, I mean yeah. this the, the passage like
0: of the, time is mind numbingly slow, and I've already lost track of what day of the week it is because is 'cause I'm just working all the time. I haven't really left that you know I haven't left the house I mean it's like is it Monday is it friday i've everything's everything's a blur
1: I think. I think I could keep this up for a month. We're a weekend. I think I could do three more weeks. I think beyond that, I'm going to start to get, start to tweak a little bit. Yeah.
2: Well, let's say this if, if we had sports right now, it would be the greatest week ever. Like there would be, obviously, we'd have the tournament, right? So you can bet and watch games all the time and not yeah. have to worry about being in an office you can get so much daily fantasy research done. Like you just have primo lineups and now like, Only the all best the things, lineups, all the things you could be doing with this abundance of time at home have all got. It's
1: not scattered. there.
2: scattered. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I did get 18 in yesterday, but we'll just keep that between the three of us. Good Lord, man. Hey, shot of 84 with six, three putts. Think about that.
1: Yeah. Huh? Hit well, Eleven out of
0: eighteen greens and reg.
1: Yeah, you should think about it too, because it might have been your last round ever. <laughs>
0: Actually, and I'll—I'll—I uh, know you've got to go, so I'll end with this. The, these are the measures the golf course took to keep me safe. They let me swipe my own credit. I went around the other side of the counter and swiped my own credit card through the reader that's attached to the counter. They removed the sand on the golf cart, so nobody has to handle that. They asked nobody to remove the flag sticks to put with them in. They removed all the water coolers from the course, and they asked nobody to shake hands uh, after they stepped off the eighteenth green. yeah I think I think that's sustainable business model man, and the place was packed.
1: Now I did packed, see I tell you. I didn't read the article, but I saw that following those types of procedures and the general six foot rule type thing that um there was a question whether golf courses should really shut down because it is should be a completely safe environment as long as someone who's just obviously sick doesn't doesn't show up there
0: right yeah and and um you know the occasional guy that you'll see lick his golf
1: ball I'm like I probably need to cut that out uh, well again as we close i want to thank you for relating to the audience with uh playing golf during a p- global pandemic and uh saying that insider trading really not that bad
0: that's right so we're going to keep this going for the next few weeks we're going to have COVID updates but Hopefully we can have Dave for the full episode, but uh, I know uh, you've got to go to a conference call, and I've got to go uh, as well. In more than one way, I've got to go do something in the bathroom and then take my conference call. We were fully docked on that yeah. right now too. <laughs> until, until then, you guys say safe out there. Say, yeah. stay safe out there. All right. She can go straight from-